Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And good afternoon. Another Saturday of college football here in the boot. Along with Hood Tyler, I'm Deke Bellamy. We are on the beautiful LSU campus where this evening the LSU Tigers step out of conference play and will take on the ACC's Syracuse Orange. The Orange come in at 2-1 and one this season. Likewise, LSU is 2-1. and one. And the Tigers coming off that uh, 37-7 loss to Mississippi State, which they're now 23rd in the coaches' poll, 25th in the Associated Press. And the Tigers now getting set, Herb, to kind try and, I guess you'd say, gut check and iron out some things. And I think now, Herb, we will begin to learn the next few weeks, is LSU a young team, in which they are, that is yep. having trouble grasping and maturing in the form of discipline slash undisciplined play? being too little, too overly aggressive at times, maybe some silly mistakes, because three weeks into the season, you're averaging 10 penalties and 91 yards in penalty yards per contest. Uh, that is an issue. It's become yep. an issue. It has hindered your opportunity to perform better. And after three weeks, one wonders, is this, uh, you know, a sign of more things to come? Because it's three weeks, it's not one game, it's not two, it's three. And will LSU correct it these next couple of weeks before they step back into conference play and when they go on the road to a tough Florida team? Well, with everything being so new, new, you know, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, second year defensive coordinator, you know, sometimes you get into that 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 point of where you're trying to find your identity and who you are, mm-hmm. uh, and you're still trying to get a feel for the new coach, um, and then you're still trying to you know input the offense that we have now, you know, and um, and then you know you you have some some you take some hits during the off season with some guys transferring. Um, and then other guys, guys getting kicked off the team, things of that nature. So that kind of ruined, uh, you know, the, uh, the the monotony a little bit that, that mm-hmm. goes into the season. So, um, you know, we are a young team, and it's time right now is is what builds your character or determines your character and who you are as a team. So I think, you know, going into that Mississippi State game, we were really, really confident that we could at least play with them on the field and then come out with a victory. Well, we learned really quick that they're a, a much more mature team they were um, much a better prepared team on that particular day, mm-hmm. um, and it showed. And it showed up front, you know, in the in the in the trenches where where our big guys kind of lost that battle. Um, and then we had some other guys on the def- on the defensive line that were not playing. So you know, and then you know that depth wasn't there for us. So here we are now. You know, we we, we get a chance to regroup, come back on a beautiful Saturday here in Baton Rouge Tiger Stadium. Um, like you said, cut down on the penalties and the mistakes that that stop you from moving forward. So. But once again, this determines your character as a team and moving forward. So we'll see how that works. As LSU quarterback Herb Tyler, I'm Deke Bellavia. Coach, coming up on today's program, our weekly visit, getting your recruiting update with Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Columnist at www.com and Louisiana Network Sports Director Jeff Palermo will be with us. We'll take a look at LSU's next uh, two opponents in conference play. Of course, and the big one in the SEC today, there are a few big ones in the SEC today, surprisingly. Some Eastern battles, Kentucky entertaining Florida, in which the Wildcats can get control of the East with the victory over the game today and also east versus west the headline game of the week on cbs it is alabama number one at vanderbilt we'll talk about that one and we go inside the sec and mississippi state is at georgia mississippi state the last time they defeated lsu we kind of paused for a moment took a step back and realized that 
that was a team that was on the rise and becoming, which went on to be the number one team in the country for many weeks under Dak Prescott. Could Mississippi State be in the same mode that they were a few seasons ago? Well, the next couple of weeks would prove to be yes or no because they play at 11th-ranked Georgia today. The next week they would play at Auburn. You win those three games in a row, two over top 10, top 10, top 11 teams in LSU and Georgia, and then a top maybe 16, 15 team in Auburn, then Mississippi State would skyrocket probably well within the top 10. And then, Herb, that loss to Mississippi State kind of similar and mirrors the loss a few years ago when Dak Prescott was his last year there that, you know, that was a, a very good Mississippi State team that we lost to. Now, granted, in the fashion, it was supposed to be closer because we had some scores cut back, called back, and we didn't play like we were supposed to play. But still, that'd give credit to our opponent. And if State wins these next two, Herb, I think that'll be the same feeling t- the Tiger fans have that they did a few years ago. Absolutely. I mean, you know, at that point, then State's, you know, legitimize themselves, right? So they, they are, you know, putting themselves in a position to be right, one right. of the top teams in the country. So, you know, I, I think it would be hard for them to skyrocket to number one. Um, I mean, you know, you got your Alabamas, your, your Clemson. Sure. Those guys are, are you know, are, are I, I guess, fixed at those two positions, if you will. Um, but, you know, it's, it's no shame in losing against to, to this team. This mm-hmm. team, I'm telling you, they're going to be they're going to be a team that's going to be top 3 in the in the in the SEC conference. I'm going to tell yeah, you that I overall. Think State, I think they're going to win team. 8 9 maybe 10 games this year. I, I agree. do too, Herb. I agree. Especially if they do well these next couple weeks. So we'll go to Georgia and get a take a look at that one East versus West. Some two interesting matchups today. The two leaders in the West on the road at Eastern Conference play opponents. Alabama is at Vanderbilt and Mississippi State is at Georgia. Plus Auburn, the LSU's uh, opponent that will return home their first upcoming home conference foe will be in the middle of October after Florida. We'll take a look at them mm-hmm. and the Florida Gators. That's LSU's next home opponent, excuse me, next SEC opponent in a couple of weeks after next week's game at Tro- here versus Troy. LSU will go to Florida to play the Gators. And Florida is on the road today at Kentucky, so we'll learn more about them. Who are the Syracuse Orange under Coach Dino Babers? We'll get more familiar. We'll go behind enemy lines later in the hour with Stephen Bailey, Orange beat writer for Syracuse.com, and we'll wrap things up in the 3.30 spot with senior writer at TigerBait.com, Brian Lazar, and I'll sit down with LSU coach Ed Ogeron, and that will be coming up later in the show before we hand things off and get Herb's prediction. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back, get you caught up on our boot report, State College Football Day. We'll take a look back at LSU's game against Mississippi State and get your recruiting update. Along with Herb Tyler and Deke Bellamy, we'll count you down to LSU and Syracuse today at 6.05 kickoff tonight right here on Tiger Radio, WWL. And welcome back. Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate Show getting you set for LSU and Syracuse at 6.05 kickoff tonight here on Tiger Radio. Along with former LSU great Herb Tyler, I'm Deke Bellamy. A lot going on in the world of college football right now. Before we get you caught up on scores, games in progress, we call this our boot reports. We preview college football in the state of Louisiana, and we hand things off to Jordan Fecal. Good afternoon, college football fans. Here's what's going on with teams from around the state. I'm Jordan Fiegel, and this is the Boot Report. Northwestern State is off this weekend. The Demons won a back-and-forth contest against Lamar last weekend, snapping an eight-game losing streak. NSU gets back in action next weekend against Southeastern. Tulane kicked things off for the boot today when they received a visit from the Army Black Knights. The Green Wave need to bounce back from two straight losses, including last Saturday's thrashing from Oklahoma. Louisiana Monroe heads down to Louisiana Lafayette for the battle on the bayou. The Warhawks are still searching for their first win after a tough loss to Southern Miss last week. ULM is also looking for their first win against the Raging Cajuns since 2013. 
ULL has dominated this rivalry in recent years, winning eight of the last nine in the series. The Cajuns hung with Texas A&M for a while last Saturday and even went into halftime with a 21-14 lead, but they couldn't hang on. ULL now sits at 1-2 and two on the year. Head coach Mark Hudspeth knows this is a big game for his team. Big game versus Monroe this week. Uh, got a lot of respect for Coach Biotar and his staff. Um, they're doing a great job. He's done a great job where he's been. So big home game. Uh, obviously a, a game that's very important to our fan base. And uh, obviously our players are excited about this week starting Sunbelt Conference play. The Louisiana Tech Bulldogs take on the South Carolina Gamecocks this afternoon. Tech won a come-from-behind thriller against Western Kentucky, drilling a field goal to take a 23-22 lead with just two seconds left. The win leaves the Bulldogs tied for first in Conference USA West with Rice. The Cowboys of McNeese State also had an exciting finish, driving 62 yards in only four plays for the game-winning touchdown against Alcorn State. McNeese hosts the Houston Baptist Huskies tonight. The Cowboys' high-powered offense is ranked 19th in scoring offense, putting up 37 points a game, but they're going against a defense allowing just 20.3 points a game. Southern hopes to rebound against Alcorn State this evening. The Jaguars were shellacked by UTSA last Saturday, the second beatdown in a row they've suffered. Southern is averaging just over 10 points per game as they go into their swack opener. Coach Dawson Odoms knows the Braves have a good defense. There is advertised, you know, they're, I think right now they're leading the conference in defense. They're very active. You know, they go pressure. They get out to you. Number 22, Grambling State hits the road to take on the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. The Tigers moved up three spots in the FCS coaches poll after a 36-21 win over Jackson State last weekend. Grambling has dominated the series against Mississippi Valley State of late, having won four in a row. Welcome to the top 25 Nichols State. The Colonels crushed Prairie View A&M last Saturday and are now ranked number 23 in the FCS coaches poll. Nichols gets an immediate challenge from the number three Sam Houston State Bearcats. Head coach Tim Rebo knows it'll be a tough test. Still got a long way to go. We got a, a lot of ball left and boy, you jump, you get your win and now you got to go play the number three ranked team in the, in the country in Sam Houston who does a tremendous job. Um, and, and, and those guys I know are going to be ready to get coming off of a bye. The Southeastern Lions take on the Lamar Cardinals tonight at 7 p.m. Southeastern fell to 0-3 on the year after last Saturday's 38-6 loss to number 13 Central Arkansas. The Lions haven't opened the year 0-4 since they restarted their football program in 2003. The LSU Tigers dropped hard in the polls after the beatdown from Mississippi State. The Bayou Bengals fell from 12th to 25th in the AP, and they'll need a win over Syracuse tonight to remain in the poll for the 14th straight week. LSU got some good news when coach Ed Ogeron announced that Darius Geis would play against the Orange after initially saying he wouldn't. Geis was nicked up against Mississippi State while turning in a workmanlike performance. Things won't get any easier against Syracuse, who sports the 11th ranked rushing defense. Despite last weekend's loss, there's a lot of football left for the Tigers, and Coach Ed Ogeron says things will be fixed. I'm going to get this team right. We're going to continue. We're going to stay the course. Uh, we're going to take it one game at a time. But I can totally understand their disappointment. I can totally understand their uh, frustration. Uh, this is not LSU football, and that's not what we came here for, but we're going to get it fixed. I'm Jordan Fiegel with WWL AM, FM, and WWL.com.
All right, Jordan, thank you very much. Keeping you in tune to what's happening in the state of Louisiana college football. Now, let's get you caught up on some afternoon scores in progress. These are all the uh, 11 a.m. and noon kickoffs that have taken place right now at the Horseshoe in Columbus, number 10, Ohio State, 47 to 14 over UNLV. NC State is giving Florida State fits. Of course, remember, Florida State has been a few weeks since they have played. Actually, it was uh, the first game of the season that they played way back on September the 2nd when they lost to Alabama in the Georgia Dome, excuse me, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They're, leading, they're losing to NC State right now with 8-29 left in the third, 17-13. Number 19, Louisville, 42-3 over Kent State. That's late in the third. It is Texas Tech uh, leading Houston 13-10 in a battle of 2-0 teams. Start of the fourth, Uptown New Orleans at Turchin. It is number, it's ter- Tulane 14 in Army. 10. Arkansas and Texas A&M at Jerry's World in Arlington. The Aggies lead the Arkansas Razorbacks 24-21, 5-40 left in the third. Tennessee 17-13 over UMass late in the third. It is West Virginia 35-20 over Kansas. That is also late in the third. Another late third quarter score. It has Georgia Tech 27-17 over Pitt. New Mexico and Tulsa are tied early in the second, 10 apiece. Virginia Tech number 13, a week before they entertain number 2 Clemson they're at home leading Old Dominion 3-0 early in the contest. South Alabama Jaguars are in Mobile, leading Idaho 7-0 in the first. Ohio over Eastern Michigan in the first 3-0. Later this afternoon at Central Florida at 2-0 Maryland. Number one Alabama at Vanderbilt. Both teams are 3-0. The SEC CBS 2-30 game of the week. Boston College visits number two Clemson. Number five USC at surprising 3-0 Cal. Tough two-week stretch for the Trojans. Actually, three weeks. You go back to when they had Stanford. They had Texas, now Cal, and they'll go to Washington State next week. TCU is at Oklahoma State. 16th-ranked Frogs, 6th-ranked Cowboys in the Big 12 showdown today in Stillwater. Number 14, Miami is entertaining Toledo. Rutgers is at Nebraska. Georgia Southern at Indiana. Wake Forest at App State. Duke visits North Carolina in Chapel Hill. And Louisiana Tech is at South Carolina in non-conference play. Number eight, Michigan will be at Purdue. Louisiana Monroe is at UL Lafayette. Number 18, Washington State entertains Nevada. Number three, Oklahoma is at Baylor. And rounding out the top 25, number 17, Mississippi State is at number 11, Georgia. 22nd, San Diego State, fresh off a big victory over Stanford. They're at Air Force. And number 25, LSU entertains Syracuse. That's a look at your college football scoreboard. Got a question about the Tigers? A compliment, a complaint? LSU and Syracuse, 504-260-1870. You can text us at 870-870. Now, after the CBS News break and bottom of the hour news, we will get to our recap of LSU and Mississippi State and a recruiting update. And Herb simply put, LSU just, uh, they got to look at that in the rearview mirror now and focus on Syracuse and really focus on getting better these oh, next yeah. two weeks. Yeah, you got to put it behind you, man. <clears throat> you, can't, you can't focus on what happened last week. You can learn from what happened last week, and then you implement whatever you need to do to to be better and, 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 and focus on the, the next opponent, which right now today is Syracuse. And Because, um, look, Syracuse is coming in here with one of the best rushing and passing attacks. Uh, their quarterback is, is just special, man. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you right now. So he's, um, he's, he's, he's one of those guys that you have to make sure that you, you have somebody keying on him at all times. No doubt. And he's going to test our young secondary. He's going to test our, um, our front seven as well with his, with his feet. Um, and then they have a, a great receiver who, 
who yeah. I think right Leading now he's leading the nation in, in, in reception. He sure is. 11 per game. Yes, so, he is. So, that's, I mean, that's big. That's huge. So, there's there no pushover by any stretch it's of the It's a power five conference school. You know? a, and right. we, went, we went over there a couple of years ago, Herb, they were stingy. I mean, it was LSU won by a few scores, but it was it was nip and tuck there for a while. They so, hung around. Absolutely. So, you go from Fitzgerald last week to, to Dungy this week, who does pretty much the same thing, but just a little bit different. So, how do we respond? We'll find out tonight. We will find out tonight. We'll break down the orange and recap LSU and Mississippi State and get your recruiting update next. But first up, before Bottom of the Hour News with Don Ames, here is a CBS update. And welcome back. Counting you down to LSU and Mississippi State tonight. A 6.05 kickoff here on Tiger Radio WWL. Joining us now is Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com, recruiting analyst and publisher of TigerBait.com. And Mike, big night last night on the prep scene. Uh, recruits so far that are standing out in the state of Louisiana. And uh, who is LSU? Where were the uh, LSU uh, I guess you'd say uh, dignitaries of coaches out in the state last night. You know, they're in various places. I think there were some possible destinations where they were at, but I know at the games that we were, they weren't there. Um, I was at uh, Rummel uh, at Turlings, and I tell you, is absolutely loaded with talent. And I really got to look at Thomas Perry, uh, mm-hmm. Adam Perry's son, who's committed for the class of 2019. And I, I really think LSU's really got a good – offensive lineman there. I, I didn't know what to think when I before I got there, and I came away from it thinking um, if he were in this class, if he was a class of 2018, he'd be LSU's best offensive line commitment. He's he's that good. Um, of course, his dad started for LSU in the mid-'90s, and uh, they stand side-by-side, side and his son can eat a bowl of soup off the top of his head. That's how big he is. So, of course, Jamar Chase from Rumble lit it up. He's committed to Florida. LSU hopes to flip him. Uh, Chandler Fields, a quarterback for Rummel, is one to watch. You know, if he was a little bit taller, uh, he'd have a load of recruiting pressure. Um, so, uh, and plus we were at Destrahan and, and Hanville last night, and Puka Williams went off again. And uh, we got a chance to see Emery, the running back uh, for Destrahan, that LSU uh, has an offer out to. Both those running backs have LSU offers. Mike, how can everybody get the latest on recruiting, today's game action, and everything LSU? Yeah, go to TigerBait.com. we got Brian Lazar's uh, a preview for the Syracuse game. It's a freebie, a loaded-out notebook, as well as a game prediction from him. Uh, we're doing our all-day chat uh, while we watch all the games, and, of course, we blog it live during the game. Mike, a crucial point in the season from LSU standpoint. Uh, the first three weeks are in the books, but two weeks you step out of non-conference play, a Power 5 team in Syracuse then Troy, and then uh, basically, you know, uh, how your season will sh- shape up the rest of the way will be determined the next two games. You're talking about Florida and Auburn. Uh, what needs to take place these next couple of games before they go on the road? I just think they need to find some answers, uh, get uh, everybody healthy, get some confidence back. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if LSU now needs to sweep Florida and Auburn, um, but they, the, they certainly uh, – don't want to uh, get get swept themselves. Um, all of a sudden, you, you're, you're, the expectations for the season after what took place in Starkville, everybody's uh, changing their predictions. And uh, of course, we've been breaking down. You know, where the I think people have come to the realization the real issues that LSU's got talent-wise. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about recruiting all the time. We talk about where recruiting classes are ranked. And, and I've always said, when you look at those recruiting classes and you see where they're ranked, 
recruiting services, whether it's Rivals, Scout, 247, ESPN, they don't take into consideration your program's needs. And LSU's recruiting classes for years has been top-heavy and based primarily on athletes. And what you're seeing right now is a real issue with uh, both offensive and defensive linemen. Not only are you down an entire class of offensive linemen as far as numbers on scholarship, but you've also got two freshmen who've come in and immediately surpassed three other guys on the roster that have been there for several years to be starters, and Ingram and, and, and Charles. So what does that say about those, the other guys who've been in the program for a while? So that position has got to get big and better in a hurry. And, you know, Coach Orgeron brought that up Monday at his presser. We knew that they wanted one junior college offensive lineman. He revised that to two. I don't know if that is based off of what happened uh, in Starkville on Saturday. Um, and then he said that uh, several junior college defensive linemen. Now, I don't know where they're going to get those. So, um, and if that's something new, but uh, we haven't seen any names yet. So it's going to be curious to see if we uh, spot some junior college uh, linemen both on both sides of the ball for unofficial and official visits coming up soon uh, in Tiger Stadium. Mike Herb here, man. You look, you kind of answered my question already. So I, I, I kind of said the you know same thing you're saying. Uh, a week ago or so it's you know you have to recruit to to fit your system and what your needs are on a year-to-year basis and, and my question to you is which recruits out there right now that that are becoming in you know the, the 2018 or 2019 or possibly 2020 that you know what areas do we need to fill and are those guys out there and well I, do you think we can get them i, I you know i was saying in the in, in the preseason you know, and people were, you know, getting mad at me and saying I was being negative. And, and I'm like, if you really look offensively, you know, you've got guys. I like Foster Morrow. You know, mm-hmm. certainly Will Clapp when he's healthy is a good center. But if you were to grade LSU unit by unit and you compare it and say, okay, who, who has the elite? What's the top three offensive line units in the SEC? What's the top three running back units in the SEC? Quarterback, tight end, offensive line. LSU wouldn't have a group that would rate in the top three or four in any of those categories in the league. And if they do, it's primarily because the SEC is so bad this year. And it has mm-hmm. been for several years now. Um, you, you, when you go line by line and you say, okay, which of these guys that are starters would start on LSU's team exactly ten years ago? And if you really answer that, that question objectively – that's where you see the problems are. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com here with us now. Mike, uh, one thing that LSU can get and the fans get to take is that uh, you get a chance to take on a team that does some things similar to uh, the team you faced last week and some teams moving forward. This quarterback of the ones that they will face, though, is a little more passing. They're passing about, uh, you know, well into the 200s, and uh, Dungy's very versatile. Uh, we mm-hmm. got, a, got a feel for him, you know, a couple years ago. When these uh, two went up to New York, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't just a blow away for LSU. Syracuse hung around for a while. So tonight, when you see this matchup defensively, wh- what are you paying attention to on this one? Is it depth? That was a concern last week, especially when you lost a couple of players that were out. Wh- what is it defensively, LSU? You like to well, see you, you want to you want to see them be a little bit better at stopping the run. I, you know, LSU's and and, and and not only that, the pressure. I mean, Chattanooga. <laughs> had a little bit of success rushing the football. Um, yes, they did. Yeah, so, I mean, 
Uh, you you want to see those guys do a better job of stopping the run and, and get pressure on, on Dungy. So, you know, he's, uh, what is he, seven, uh, 65% completion percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I mean, they, they, yep. they've got to uh, get to him. I, I, I just, you know, look, it, it, you can paint a scenario where you think, okay, what if Syracuse can come out hot and make some things happen, take the crowd out of it, maybe, uh, you know, really affect the confidence of the LSU team. Um, but based on what happened in Starkville last week, you just got to believe LSU is going to come out and, and really uh, put it on them. So uh, we'll see. Um, you know, uh, I, I haven't seen how the point threat is, is fluctuated, uh, but, you know, it had to have moved when it, was, it looked like Geis wasn't going to play, and now that he's going to play, um, you know, we'll see if uh, that, that original 24 that came out on Monday – if, if LSU d- does that more. All right, Mike, LSU and Syracuse tonight. And let everybody know how they can get the latest on the Bayou Bengals. Yeah, go to TigerBay.com. We got it all for you. Basketball recruiting. Will Wade hosting several official visitors this weekend. So we're going to have all that coverage uh, for you uh, in the next 48 hours. Mike, your prediction tonight, LSU is about a 23, 24-point favorite. How do you see this one shaking out? You know, I, I think this one uh, something like 35 uh, Thirty-five ten. Thirty-five ten. LSU. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Mike, thank you so much for the help. We'll talk to you after the game. All right, talk then. Thanks. All right, that's Thanks, Mike, Mike Scarborough. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Dick Bellavia. We will continue counting you down to LSU <laughs> and Syracuse. We'll take a look at those orange necks. Some very impressive numbers that rank not only high in their conference, the ACC, but also in the nation. LSU and Syracuse tonight, right here on Tiger Radio, WWL. And welcome back, LSU and Syracuse tonight in Tiger Stadium. Yes, sir. And Herb, uh, the Tigers are trying to, I guess you'd say, uh, get back on track. After uh, losing to Mississippi State last week. We got to. 37-7. Well, one thing that is interesting, of course, uh, earlier this week, the Southeastern Conference announced all of their 14-member schools' schedules for 2018. And Mm -hmm. let me tell you, uh, you know, ifs are one thing, but this is a remarkable home schedule for LSU. I want to say Herb going into now, of course, you never know what teams are going to be like, but if you go by where these teams are now in the next year, it's going to be one of the best home schedules LSU has had in quite some time. We'll give you week by week, but the high points right now, you play Ole Miss at home, you play Mississippi State at home, mm-hmm. you play Georgia at home, and you play Alabama at home. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say if, but if different, uh, LSU would have been playing Florida at home had that thing uh, you know, been yeah. the same and not moved over. So a remarkable home schedule next year. And what is interesting, I, I'd have to go back and look, but I can't ever remember LSU playing Ole Miss as early. They're playing Ole Miss uh, late September next year. That's, that's yes. about a month early. Yes, they usually play Ole Miss in October or November. But I think Ole Miss and State swap. They'll play State later in the season. Uh-huh. They will play L- uh, Ole Miss at the uh, beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And what's also interesting to her is that neutral site game next year is against the Miami Hurricanes. So that is a, a <laughs> big-time schedule for LSU in that's 2018. Huge. One of the best schedules I've seen the, the Tigers have in a long time. No, I'm glad it's happening next year. That way we can use this year to kind of mm-hmm. get ready for that so we can come out and make some statements next year. So, so right now, you know, wh- where we are as a team, um, you know, we, we're kind of, you know, trying to rebuild, if you will, and trying to get everybody in the position so they can be much more confident and comfortable going into next year. So when yeah. we do have these big-time teams coming into Tiger Stadium, uh, we'll be ready and prepared for them. I think Coach O is going to make all the right moves during the off season, 
um, bringing the right guys. I think that you know, Coach Cannon and Rondo will have will have those guys ready to roll. So it's impressive, though. I mean, that's going to yeah. be nice, man. That's going to be a lot of people on campus each one of those games. They will play in Dallas against Miami. Come home play Southeastern here, Southeastern Lions from Hammond. Then at Auburn, come home play a very good Louisiana Tech team and yep. Ole Miss around that September. Uh, first week of October is at Florida. Then you come home for a very very interesting home stretch: Georgia, Mississippi State, and back-to-back weeks. A week off, then Alabama. Then you play at Arkansas, come home and play Rice, and you go to A&M. So very interesting schedule. We'll get Herb's take a little more on that schedule 2018 in just a few moments. Yeah. Count you down to LSU and Syracuse tonight here on Tiger Radio WWL. All right, coming up next time, we will go around the SEC. Some interesting games. You know, in, in the season, there's always some games that pop up that you didn't think would be. Uh, probably not what they were originally thought to be. Like today, undefeated Kentucky against Florida. The winner of that one pretty much gets a leg up in the east. Undefeated Mississippi State takes on Georgia. That's a big one, East versus West. Mississippi State trying to prove that last week was uh, no fluke that they soundly defeated LSU. Next two weeks are tough for them. And then, of course, the 230 SEC game of the week on CBS, the headline game, has Alabama number one at undefeated Vanderbilt in Nashville. So some interesting games. We'll go around the SEC next and more on Syracuse. This is Tiger Radio, WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.